So I thought this morning, I thought I'd support the lads this morning. Come on, England. <laughs> it is, it's coming home. So this morning I want to talk to you about impossible is where God starts. Miracles are what he does. So what does the word miracle mean? It means an extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention in human affairs or an extremely outstanding or unusual event or thing or accomplishment. A miracle is what happens when the supernatural gets involved with the natural. Divine healing, blind eyes can see, deaf ears can hear, paralyzed men can walk, dead man lives. The Bible's full of miracles, many of which happened during Jesus' time on earth. The first miracle that Jesus performed occurred at a wedding. God is in the miracle working business. It's what he does. But still, we stress ourselves out sometimes, wondering how something is going to work, how it's going to work out. In those moments, just remember impossible is where God starts and miracles are what he does I believe that God wants to let us know today that whatever is happening in each one of our lives right now whatever you are going through God wants to remind us that he can turn it around remember there's no problem that God cannot solve there's no question he cannot answer There is no enemy he cannot defeat. And there is no difficulty that he cannot overcome. In Luke 18 verse 27, in the Passion Translation, my favourite, Jesus responded, What appears humanly impossible is more than possible with God. For God can do what man cannot So Charles F. Kettering, the noted scientist and inventor, believed that the easiest way to overcome defeat was to ignore it, completely ignore the possibility of failure. To prove this, he gave a tough assignment to a young research worker at General Motors. But he told him that he couldn't research the previous work on that subject so he couldn't look at anything that anybody had done before and because that there'd been an expert research team who had already proven that it was impossible so the research worker didn't know about the other team and proceeded to believe that he would succeed and guess what he did he succeeded because he didn't know that it couldn't be done. Similarly, Igor Sikorsky, do you like that? A good pronunciation. When he was 12, was told by his parents that humans couldn't fly and that it was impossible. Yet, he built the first helicopter at the age of 12. In his American plan hangs a sign that reads... According to modern science, the bumblebee can't fly. 
because of the shape and weight of its body in relation to the total, total wing area. The bumblebee doesn't know this, so he goes ahead and he flies. Mark 9, verses 20 to 23 say, So they brought the boy, but when the evil spirit saw Jesus, it threw the child into a violent convulsion, and he fell to the ground, writhing and foaming at the mouth. How long has this been happening? Jesus asked the boy's father. He replied, Since he was a little boy, The spirit often throws him into the fire or into water, trying to kill him. Have mercy on us and help us if you can. What do you mean, if I can, Jesus asked. Anything is possible if a person believes. God is a miraculous God. The man in this story believed that it was an impossible situation and that nothing could be done for his son. But God is a God of miracles and all things are possible to him that believes. In the same way, whatever you might be facing, that situation that you think is impossible, God can turn it around. Hebrews 13 verse 8 says, Jesus Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. If God could turn that situation around, then God can do it today. He can turn your situation around too. Miracles are natural to God. They may seem impossible for us, but for God, they are totally normal and completely natural. The basis for believing in the miraculous goes back to the biblical concept of God. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's Genesis 1 verse 1. If this verse can be accepted at face value, that in the beginning, an infinite personal God created the universe, then the rest shouldn't be a problem. If he has the ability to do that, then a virgin birth, walking on water, feeding 5,000 people with a few loaves and fishes, and other biblical miracles become not only possible, but expected. Miracles are natural to God. Billy Graham was once asked, do you believe that Jonah was swallowed by a whale? Billy answered, I'd believe it if the Bible said that Jonah swallowed the whale. It's not difficult to believe in miracles if you believe in a God of miracles. The hidden hand of God has worked many times to help you and save you from your trouble. God is always turning situations around. It's just that we don't always see it because God has already saved us from that situation. But God wants to reveal himself to you. He wants to work with you more directly. He wants you to live a miraculous life because God is a miraculous God and intimately involved in each one of our lives. We can experience his miracles in our lives in every day. In fact, you can confidently say, if you're a follower of Jesus, you will 
experience his miraculous hand in your life. So many of you know the story of Paul falling ill four years ago when he came back from Rwanda. Well, part of the story that you may not know is after he came out of hospital, uh, he was starting to recover. He had to go as an outpatient. It was quite funny, actually, the first day he went as the outpatient because they wanted to do an angiogram. So he went in and he's talking to this nurse and they're explaining what, they, what they're going to do to him. And then they give him the odds. And he went, oh, I don't like them odds. You sure I've got to have it done? But anyway, he was booked in and he was booked in to have stents put in if necessary. So he went and dropped him off. He went in there. They did the angiogram. The doctor looked at the screen looked at the notes, looked at the screen, went, mm, it's okay, went away, came back and said to him, you could get dressed now, everything's fine. He went, well, haven't you got to do the operation? And he said, no, there's no blockages. No blockages whatsoever. God is a God of miracles. So where does God do his miracles? He does it in all sorts of areas of your life. He does it in your marriage. God cares about your marriage. In John 2, Jesus attended a wedding. Whilst he was there, the wine ran out. So Jesus' mother told him, they've got no more wine. Dear woman, that's not our problem, Jesus replied. My time has not yet come. But his mother told the servants, do whatever he tells you. Standing nearby, were six stone water jars used for Jewish ceremonial washing. Each could hold 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told the servants, fill the jars with water. When the jars had been filled, he said, now tip some out and take it to the master of ceremonies. So the servants followed his instruction. When the master of ceremonies tasted the water, that was now wine, not knowing where it had come from, although the servants knew. He called the bridegroom over. A host always serves the best wine first, he said. Then when everyone has had a lot to drink, and can't really taste it, probably, he brings out the less expensive wine, but you have kept the best wine until now. This couple had a problem before they started, with their wedding they'd not got enough wine the first miracle was at a wedding God is interested in your marriage and he wants it to be a good marriage there's two women having a heartfelt chat one side and said you know something if anything happened to Lloyd I don't think I could ever marry again her friend nodded sympathetically I know what you mean she said once is enough. <laughs> but your marriage doesn't have to be like that. Jesus added his power and turned a marriage that was lacking something into one that people admired. He turned the water, their water into wine. He can turn your marriage into a great one. Another story about when, when we first started the church, Paul worked full time as well as planting the church. I worked for a company called Call Products Limited. 
and he he was frustrated because really he wanted to build the church and he'd got all the work they'd got to do and he'd have a full day at work and he came home and he'd just be so tense after the day which was not a great great atmosphere for a marriage we've got small children and you know I think Nathan was about five Sam was a baby and so we just I think we got to the stage where we didn't talk very much because Paul wasn't very happy but one day he was driving home and as he turned um, onto the road just before our road, he felt God say to him, don't go home in a mood, go home and bless your family. That's what you should do. And from that moment, that thinking changed our marriage. We became as though we talked. He didn't moan at me all the time. He does sometimes moan at me. Not very often now. But God also wants to do a miracle in your family. God cares about your family. So there's a story in the Bible about a woman who's not got anything. They've got no food left. It's in 1 Kings 17, and I'm going to read verses 12 to 14. It says, But she said, I swear by the Lord your God that I don't have a single piece of bread in the house. And I have only a handful of flour left in the jar and a little cooking oil at the bottom of the jug. I was just gathering a few sticks to cook this last meal and then my son and I will die. But Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go ahead and do what you've just said, but make a little bread for me first. Then use what is left to prepare a meal for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, God of Israel, says. There will always be flour and olive oil left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and the crops grow again. You know, God turned that situation around because that woman and her son had got no food left whatsoever. God cared about their needs and he cares about yours too. Little is much when God is in it. Many times we don't recognise that God is working. We don't recognise that he's working miracles. Moses had to point out miracles to the Israelites that they never even realised was a miracle. Deuteronomy 8 verse 4 says, For all these 40 years your clothes didn't wear out, Your feet didn't blister or swell. God was providing for them. And he wants to provide for you too. We just need to believe that. You know, they didn't see that even though they got 40 years in the desert, that God was providing for them every single day. And that's what he wants to do for each one of us. God cares about your family's safety. Acts 12 Verses 5 to 11 says, But while Peter was in prison, the church prayed very earnestly for him. The night before Peter was to be placed on trial, he was asleep. 
fastened with two chains between two soldiers. Others stood guard at the prison gate. And suddenly there was a bright light in the cell. And an angel of the Lord stood before Peter. The angel struck him on one side to wake him up and said, Quick, get up. And the chains fell off his wrists. And the angel said to him, Get dressed, put on your sandals. And he did. Now put on your coat and follow me, the angel ordered. So Peter left the cell following the angel. But all the time he thought it was a vision. He didn't realise it was actually happening. They passed the first gate and the second guard posed and then they came to the iron gate leading to the city. And this opened for them all by itself. So but they passed through and started walking down the street and then the angel, angel suddenly left him. Peter finally came to his senses. It is really true, he said. The Lord has sent his angel and saved me from Herod and from what the Jewish leaders had planned to do with me. Peter was delivered from prison and death. You know, God wants to deliver each one of us from situations. Kun, this is a a name of somebody that I'm struggling to say, Kun Payot, a 19-year-old girl, escaped Khmer Rouge rule in Cambodia after an arduous journey with 100 others through miles of jungle, canals, mountains and rivers. At the end of their trail would be many communist soldiers. In one dark valley at night, it was so dark they couldn't see where or how to walk. Suddenly, hundreds of fireflies swarmed into view. Their glow made enough light for the people to see the path. The refugees reached the next mountain by firefly light. After Payot was transferred to Camp Up refugee camp, she was invited to a Christian meeting. I know that man, she explained, looking at a picture on the wall of the chapel. He is the one who led us and showed us the way to Thailand and to freedom. She was pointing to a picture of Jesus. God not only cares about your family, he cares about your work too. You know, there's a story of Peter, who's a fisherman, who'd been fishing and didn't catch anything. Jesus told him to put his net on the other side and he caught an incredible catch of fish because he obeyed God. Another time, Jesus had him go fishing to pay his taxes, caught fish with a coin in its mouth. God will work supernaturally at your work, supplying all you need to flourish in life. So how is work? Is it hard? Have you got a terrible boss? I've got a terrible boss. He's sat down there. No, he hasn't. He's a good boss. Do you feel like you've been overlooked for promotion? God can do miracles when it comes to your work. God wants your life to be a miraculous life. And it all starts by you accepting Christ as your saviour. And as you journey with him, he will bring about change to every area that you ask him to. And you'll see him turn things around and miracles happen 
time and time again. So why are miracles necessary? Miracles are necessary because they meet human need. They confirm that Jesus is God. Acts 2 verse 22 says, People of Israel, listen. God publicly endorsed Jesus, the Nazarene, by doing powerful miracles, wonders and signs through him, as you well know. Miracles also build your faith. As you see God perform miracles, not just in your life, but in the life of others, it builds your faith. Miracles are still necessary today because there's still needs. God is still trying to get people's attention and we still need our faith building up. But God wants to work with us. Matthew 10 verse 1, Jesus gave the 12 disciples power over disease and evil spirit. Mark 16 verses 15 to 18, and then he told them, go into the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptised will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink any poisonous, anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They'll be able to place their hands on the sick and they'll be healed. As believers, we should expect to see those things today as we go about our everyday lives. If we have God working with us, we can do anything. Philippians 4:13. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. I believe that God's got a plan for us all as we go about our everyday a plan for us to bring his presence, his goodness into lives of those that we live with, those that we work with or interact with. God wants us to be light in a lost world. I don't know about you, but that's what I want. I want God, God's presence with me. So as we go back into our homes, our work, where we live, let's live in that way the way that brings heaven to earth, where God can be seen in and through us. And let's be willing for God to use us to bring miracles into the lives of those we know. God is a God of miracles and the things that we think are impossible are where God wants to break in and change situation. God wants to turn your situation around this morning. I know there'll be some of you that are saying, but my situation's too big or too bad for God to turn around. Remember what Jesus said. If you can believe, all things are possible to him or her who believes. Another place God challenges his people. I am the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? Nothing is too hard for our God. How many of you want God to touch your lives? Do you want God to use you to bring, life, to bring miracles into lives of those you love, those around you? It may be this morning that you need a miracle. You need a miracle in your marriage. 
your job, your family, your health, whatever it is, God wants to do that miracle. Let me pray for you. Let's pray. Lord, I just thank you that you are a God of miracles. And Lord, we just ask for everyone, either online or in Derby or in the room here in Chesterfield. Lord, you know every situation. And we ask, Lord, that if healing's needed, Lord, that you'll heal people, that people will know your miraculous power in their lives. Lord, that there'll be marriages that are healed today. Lord, that there'll be relationships that are brought back together, Lord, that have drifted apart. Lord, we just ask that you'll just break in by your Spirit. Holy Spirit, we ask that you'll come right now and do that work, Lord, those miracles in people's lives. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen.